Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Jarrell, and I'm joined by Christy. Hi, everybody. And Brandon. Hello. And returning co-host after, like, months of being away, Gabe. Hello, everyone. <laughs> All right, so usually I would start with, um, you know, just going straight into to gaming. But um, f- I first want to say, um, unfortunately, Kelly's still not here because she's very, very busy. Hopefully we'll get her back in the future. Mm-hmm. Kelly, we miss you. Uh, secondly, Gabe, welcome back. It has been... Thank um, you very much. A very... A very... What's the word? Um, streamlined podcast without you. And I mean that in the most we-miss-your-chaotic-views way. Um and Christy, of course, thank you for constantly being here um, weekly um, as a wonderful stand-in. You've been, it's been great to talk to you, obviously. And Brandon, for your continued um, uh, uh, appearance and loyalty, you're awesome. Um, you guys are the best co-hosts. Uh, it's been a very long time. I also want to apologize for anybody who missed the podcast for the last two weeks. Things happen, unfortunately, and everybody's busy, and we've all got other jobs, and lots of things are going on, and yeah, literally a a hurricane last week, so apologies for that, but we are back. Thank you for those of you who continue to listen, and um, yeah, I think I'll start with uh, what have you guys been playing, because it's been a while, so what have you guys been playing? It's been pretty, my rotation's been pretty much Splatoon 3 and Octopath Traveler, uh, Champions of the Continent, the last few weeks, pretty much it. Oh, oh, I guess I should know. Well, I was out with COVID for about three and a half weeks. So, and I stayed home for about five weeks with symptoms and whatnot. So during that time, I finished Digimon Survive. I finished Three Houses. I finished I, the Somnian Files. Uh, I also finished Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and also the Torna DLC. And I'm making great progress in Bravely Default 2. So it's been great. Wow. That is six and a half games, and those are long games, too. Yeah. Beat that, everybody. <laughs> this is the, pa- oh. the true power of Miss Speedrunner. I just want everyone listening to know that. I feel like I'm, I also finished another game, but I can't remember what it was. So we'll figure it out then. later. <laughs> I've been playing, um, I've been playing Bayonetta 3. What about you, Gabe? I've been playing. I'm not gonna list every game I played since I've been gone. <laughs> I was about to. I thought about. It, I was like, let me not do that. But my most frequent games have been Valheim, Spider-Man, um, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, <laughs> Smash Bros is not on that list. I'm very sad to hear that. Today is the one-year anniversary to of Sora being announced in uh, Smash Bros. Wow, is it really? It's been a year. Oh my gosh, what a. So, Dookie character. Um, did, did, hold on. Sorry. Can I interrupt real quick? Did no one nope, else catch that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. You cannot because uh, I don't want to get in trouble. Let's keep okay. going. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, All right. No, I'm just uh, kidding. I'm totally kidding. I I haven't been playing anything. It was a joke. I've not been playing anything. Oh, okay. Oh, this is done with my list. No, go ahead. It, it's because Brandon was going to say something about something uh, yes, that we can't yes. talk about. Um, I oh, I, I want to know now. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, what happened? Soul Hackers Two, Persona oh, Five. It? I it's such a it's 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 weird to say, but like I kind of I I like the pace more because it's adults and not high school soul kids. Hackers? Yeah, Soul Hackers. They're okay. not they're not high school kids. Um, obviously though, I still think Persona Five is a lot better. 
Um, but still, it's it's a nice change of pace for the game style. Where were you, like, when I was playing Persona 5 by myself when all these people stopped and I was yelling at them to finish so I could have talked to you about it? Where were you, Gabe? Not at HP Critical. Why not? Because we weren't Because hired. I, exactly, it's not my going. fault. <laughs> uh, and then the last game I've been playing, I don't know if this really counts because I only played one match, but I've already logged in about three hours on the game, waiting in queue, Overwatch 2. That wasn't to you. I'm sorry. That was I, know, I, know, that was to you. I know. Okay. And that's, that's man. I hope when I get the time, I'm definitely gonna write about why is it? Why are all these game companies launching games that are not ready for day one? Although this one, they, they have the they have the DDO. Yeah, they have the DDoS yeah. attack. So yeah, better security. But yeah, those are the games I've been playing. Aside from my mobile. Oh, sorry. Something else. No, that's actually just a me and Jarrell conversation. Never mind. Wait, what? Because I have more memory on my phone now. So I'm going to ask you, aside from the Final Fantasy uh, mobile games, what other mobile games should I get? Fire Emblem Heroes. I never delete Fire Emblem Heroes. I love that game. The game is fun. It's very, it's it's one of those games, one of those mobile games where I could play, you know, with one hand while doing, while focusing on on a video or something. Or you just play, or you just do auto battle. I don't like auto battle because I feel like I'm not playing the game. <laughs> I feel like exactly. I'm cheating. That's it's not great. fair. I mean, you had to build your units. So, I mean, you already put in the work. So might as well just, you know, auto battle your way through until That's you're fair. on lunatic mode. In which case you're like, oh, well, I guess I need to work for it. Mm. I don't battle your way through until lunatic mode <laughs> and then try to be fun. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to a little bit of news because we have a lot to cover because we haven't had a podcast for like two weeks and uh, we have lots of opinions, I'm sure. But I want to start with Overwatch 2 just because that's been a personal one that I want to rant about for just a minute Go if you don't mind. So uh, for anyone who had, I, for, for anyone who doesn't know, I was a huge Overwatch fan. My friends and I used to play every day, um, competitive ranked, all of that. Um, I've been playing for the past six years. I have the big like Overwatch original box that it came in. Like I bought the collector's edition. I have multiple Overwatch statues. I was a huge, huge proponent of Overwatch when Jeff Kaplan was in charge. I have spent money on Overwatch aside from buying the disc. I bought a um, Mercy skin to uh, support uh, breast cancer awareness um i've been dabbling a little bit in the overwatch league i was very invested in overwatch until i found out that blizzard was trash now i decided you know what it's been a while let me give them another chance because uh the coo the coo of blizzard i believe is going to be stepping down with the possible merger that's coming up which is a story we'll talk about soon i was like you know what i'll give it another chance i'll see what it's like i really enjoyed overwatch when i played it um, so I went in, I connected my my Battle.net account, so for anyone who doesn't know, for cross-progression, you have to connect a Battle.net Blizzard account um, to your Overwatch account so that you can have cross-progression, so that you can access all of your things across whatever platform you decide to play this game on. So I went in and did that. Assuming that I'd be ready for Overwatch 2. So, of course, as you guys already know, there have been DDoS attacks. You can't get into the servers even when you can. People are constantly getting kicked out. When I first got in, it was a 40,000-person wait queue. It literally said 40,000 people. Um, I waited. I got in eventually after waiting after 40,000 people. I got in, and the first thing I noticed... Well, actually, no. Before I could get in, Blizzard has decided that the best way to combat uh, uh, cheaters... And Overwatch is to have people uh, tie their um, Battle.net account to a cell phone number. Um, 
And in in their words, I'm going to paraphrase it, but basically in their words, uh, previously to combat cheaters, you had to purchase Overwatch. Therefore, if you wanted to make another account, you'd have to drop another 60 bucks in, in essence to be able to uh, have, a mul- have multiple accounts and cheat your way through Overwatch, which whatever, I don't know why it even matters that much. It's fucking Overwatch. Nobody cares. Um if you cheat, like, wow, you're fucking gold. Nobody gives a shit. You're not getting money for it. But anyway, uh, previously you had to buy into Overwatch, whether it was the $20 on sale, whether it was a $60 retail price, whatever it was, that was their way to keep people from cheating with multiple accounts. It was by having people pay for it. Because Overwatch is free to play now, they decided that you have to tie your account to a phone number. And that phone number can only be associated with one single battle.net account. Therefore, if you want to cheat, you now have to have multiple phone numbers. <laughs> to be able to tie your account to a phone number so that you can play. Now, before I move on to the other shit, I do want you guys' opinions on this, because as of now, um, anyone who uses a uh, uh, voiceover internet provider or a prepaid phone cannot tie their accounts to their cell phones via Blizzard. Um, so a friend of mine who uses uh, Cricket, um, which is a uh, a cell phone provider, a uh, cell phone service provider um, here where I'm at. Uh, it is technically considered a prepaid phone plan. It is a regular phone. He has a nice phone, like a nice Samsung phone. He's been playing Overwatch for years. He cannot play Overwatch 2 because he cannot link to his phone that is active and that he's using right now because it is considered a prepaid phone because of Blizzard's decision. So... First, I want to know how you guys feel about linking your actual cell phone number to a video game account. And then secondly, um, how you feel about the fact that... Uh, and, and of course, they want to combat people from just buying prepaid phones to then make multiple accounts. Like, that's the point. And essentially what they said was, it's gonna suck for, you know the good people that are getting hit by this, but it's a surefire way to prevent um, cheating. That's that's basically their sentiment. They're like, yeah, we know that some good people are going to be hit by this, but um, in the overall, we kind of have only decided that this is the best way to go forward. So before I move on to the other issues with uh, Overwatch, how do you guys feel about a, a video game company asking you to tie your phone number to your account? And first, let's start with that, actually. How do you guys feel with a video game company asking you to tie your phone number to your account? I don't like it. Uh, I'm not, like not feeling it. it. Like, you would have to have really great security. But apparently, you know, some game companies mm-hmm. don't have the greatest security. So, yeah, so no. I, so for you guys, um, anyone who, wanna, who wants to actually elaborate, why don't you like it? Well, I mean, this is just me, but I feel like gaming companies get hacked way too often. Which sounds funny to say because you don't really hear about it a lot, but I feel like they get hacked way too often for me to be giving personal information like that. Like, it's bad enough that I got to link my email sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've woken up and I get on Twitter and I see someone saying, oh, Sony's been hacked. Everyone's email is being blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, brother, here we go again. Mm -hmm. Let me change my password again. Let me do this. Let me do that. Um, So putting something as personal as my phone number, which... You just know once, you know, if it gets hacked, if the company gets hacked, they're going to sell our phone numbers to scammers and we're going to get an increase in more scam calls. I'm not a fan of that. That's not. That's that's why I don't like it. So it's a security thing for you. Absolutely. 
And I'm assuming it's the same for Chrissy and Brandon. Yeah, exactly. Getting docs is not fun. And numbers. I didn't hear like anything people. you said, Christy. I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry, Brandon. Oh. I'm okay. Sorry, Christy. I couldn't hear you, but Brandon, go ahead. No, no, I finished. I didn't hear what you said while I was because oh. I couldn't hear. I'm sorry. Nice. All right. I was saying, like, nose is exactly what you said a security issue. Um, yeah. Getting docs is not fun. You don't want your number out there. Yeah. Pretty much what Gabe said. And Christy, what were you saying? Honestly, you really don't want your number out there, especially when video game companies have proven they really don't have the greatest security. Fair point. Um, so I actually, I didn't actually, and this might surprise people, I didn't actually have an issue with giving Blizzard my phone number, mostly because I don't really think about um, that. Because Low-key, I don't get phone calls. Um, I literally am all, I'm a person who texts all the time. So if you call me, I probably will not answer and I'll respond to you via text because I, I just don't use my phone for phone calls, period. Um, and, and it didn't, it, that didn't really bother me. <laughs> like I... It might be weird, but I really didn't care um, because I just—it's not something that I think. Oh no, you know they're gonna get—you uh, know—they're gonna get attacked. They're gonna have my phone number. I ain't special. It is what it is. Y'all are just gonna call me, and I'm gonna hang up. But I, I understand why people are concerned now. What I really was annoyed with was the fact that uh, there are hundreds of players, possibly thousands of players, who knows, that are now unable to play a free-to-play game because of the decisions that Blizzard made. And so I want to get your opinions on that as well. Um, obviously, I don't think it was a smart idea to not allow prepaid and voiceover internet providers um, to be able to play Overwatch 2. Um, I think it was a dumb, the dumbest thing that you could do um, because you should never, a company I think should never uh, try to punish people um, more so than protect those that are players. And I, I feel like I'm saying that in a really weird way. But basically... If it's going to harm a number of your players, I don't think you should do it, even if it is good at stopping um, stopping cheaters, is, is my sentiment. I would rather just have people fucking cheat because I don't know what the worst thing that people can do is if they're cheating in Overwatch. Like, wow, you can't get banned because you're a really bad person. And, you know, you'll have to figure out a different way to ban people. Yeah, of course, there are racist, sexist, and homophobic idiots all through Overwatch. Like, I get it. And I understand that you're trying to prevent things like that, but... I don't think innocent people should be harmed because of the bad people in the world is basically where I'm at with this. But I am curious as to how you guys feel about the fact that there are people that cannot play because Blizzard is trying to um, basically protect their service and protect everyone from cheaters. The fact that certain phone plans are just uh, not compatible with this uh, initiative they're doing just seems remarkably short-sighted to me. Like, like, it, it, like, Putting aside my concerns about the security that I mentioned before, on paper, it doesn't seem like the worst idea to make an account. But the fact that, again, like you said, that certain people can't even do that because of this is is kind of nonsense to be uh, to be quite frank. It's yeah, it's 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 a. Uh, <laughs> I just can't believe they didn't have some alternative. Now, they did say that they're working on it currently, but how did y'all launch with Without no alternative? That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I only have a, a landline in which I cannot receive text messages, or if my phone service is switched, or my phone number is switched, or my phone doesn't work, or I don't have a phone for whatever reason because I am un unable to access a cell phone, why is it that I'm punished and I can't play this free-to-play game? 
That makes zero sense to me. Um, there are other free-to-play games that are handling cheating in better ways. Like, I, I just don't understand why there was no failsafe for this. Mm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, so Chrissy or, or, or Gabe, if you guys want to chime in. They didn't think it through at all. Somebody just saw it on paper, like, great idea. Let's go with it. And no one was like, oh, nope, there's nothing wrong with this. And then after that, they started getting a place in it and a launch day. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, guess what, guys? We have a problem now. But that's not, but that's the thing. They know. Like, they came out, they came out and said, Yes, so we do? know that there. They, yes, they said we know that there are players that there are good players that this is affecting. They they said that they're like, yeah, we understand that this is there are good players that this is affecting. But overall, uh, it's for the better of the game to have this in play. And it basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but they said, you know, it sucks that there are good players that are being punished because of this. But they went forward with it. Oh, they're I'm just guessing. Dumb at that well, I'm guessing since it's free to play now and you're not dishing out the $60 or $70 to buy the game, they, you know, so that they're thinking, oh, you know, we can do things like this where we can present something that's, you know, blocking a problem. But if this thing that's presented presents another problem, since it's a free to play game, we can just say, you know, we're working on it. We'll update it eventually. Because as the player, you're not actually, you know, spending money on the game this time. That's just the way I see it. Yeah, so I'll read you guys a quote. It says, SMS Protect focuses a bit on the bad actors and the players who are willing to use cheats and potentially are willing to cycle through many, many accounts. We pretty actively are trying to detect and find users who have anomalous gameplay, with standout gameplay behavior, or are detected by the cheat fingerprints that we might make. But if that player gets the account banned and is able to immediately just rejoin with a new account when all detection in the world won't stop us from keeping bad actors out of the game, we need to make the cost for being willing to cheat a little bit higher for those players. Losing an account in Overwatch 2 is a much more significant penalty than it was in Overwatch 1. Uh, totally reasonable for uh, it's totally reasonable for players to have multiple accounts, but by opening that up as a loophole, it would reduce the integrity and the value of adding SMS Protect across the board. The Overwatch team, this is the important part, the Overwatch team weighed up the pros and cons of the impact of SMS Protect on players with multiple accounts who play competitively fairly. However, they determined that it was more important to have a more formidable defense against trolls and cheaters. So there you go. They decided... It is, they understand that there are limitations. However, with this system, there's apparently no loophole so far that they could figure out. So. Someone's going to figure it out. <laughs> I, I, all I thought was someone is going to find a way to not have to provide a phone number and then they're going to share it and then I'm going to think y'all are dumb. Anyway, to wrap up this Overwatch conversation. Um, so I joined DDoS attacks. Nobody can play. All the lobbies are getting kicked out. And then as I join, six years of content is completely gone because my account has not properly merged. So I have to go through tutorials and all the characters are locked because that's how free-to-play games work. I've lost all of my stuff, all of my cosmetics, anything I spent money on, all of my rank, everything's completely gone. Once I saw that, turn the game off, have not tried again. So, I mean, yeah, fix I your shit. would but, not blame you cuz that is that would destroy that would kill my soul to like exactly. have 6 years is like I like I like the closest comparison I have to that is like when you spend a long time in a game and your save file just gets deleted. Deletes, but, yep. but but 6 years of Oh, I have a recent example of that. Um Kingdom Hearts. I'm so sorry. 
Kingdom Hearts uh, Dark Road, the um, that mobile mm. game that came out recently, was you know an online game. It was like a it was like a you know service game, whatever. Um, wasn't doing well, so they, so they did it offline. Um, my stuff also didn't merge, so all the stuff that I got from like during the time it was online did not transfer over. So I didn't play that game. I just watched the cutscene yeah. online because I wasn't gonna do it. Yeah. I was not gonna do hours of content just to get to the new stuff. I was just like, let me just watch this. So yeah. And they have the Battle Pass model, so you have to buy the Battle Pass, and you can buy it with in-game currency. I have enough in-game currency to buy, like, the next 11 Battle Passes. Like, that's how much coin I had saved up for Overwatch 2. I specifically did not spend it. I have zero coins now. I can't even buy the current Battle Pass. I literally just wanted to try out the new hero. I can't even do that. Like, I can't do shit right now. Um, so I'm very upset. Very, very upset. And I put in a ticket, and they were just like, yeah, we know this is happening. Um, we're going to try to fix it. Hopefully they do. But, like, but we have no time frame for how or when we're going to fix it. That's what they said. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you about that, Dro. Um, when when you were when you were on the main menu, was it allowing you to to open up the um account merge option in Overwatch Two? Yeah. No. Okay, just making sure because it wasn't letting me do it either. And I was like, is it that? It's still loading or what? No, I guess, but I guess it's not letting anyone do it then. Well, there are some people who have had no problems that are playing on their Must own account. Nice. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. See, the only thing that bothered me the most was not seeing my previous stats. Yes. Like when I went to my profile, I was excited it's to see the, all yeah. my stuff again. I'm like, it says zero. I'm like, all right, I guess I've never played this game before. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what I had to say. Uh, so, uh, 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 I, I feel the pain in your <laughs> voice. Too. In both am, your voices. Like, to make it worse, and this is the last thing I'll say about this, but to make it worse, I had almost everything unlocked for a lot of characters. Like, I've spent years on this game. I ha There are 32, I think, characters. I had so much already unlocked. I was ready to go in. I was, like, level over 500-something. I had been platinum at one point. Like, this is a game I'm actually good at, and I'm barely good at any games that aren't turn-based. So, like, this was this was a serious thing for me to lose. Um, so I'm very, very disappointed in that. Anyway, so Fanbyte interviewed um, Street Fighter VI director Takeyuka Nakayama, and the producer, Matsumoto, and the pair mentioned that they enjoyed the process of creating new characters, and Kimberly is the foremost example of what a difference that makes. Quote, a lot of people on the team are fans of black culture, Na Nakayama said. In order to make her as authentic as possible, we spoke with many black employees within the company. We also hired consultants to help us design the character and her mannerisms. Nakayama mentioned that one of the things that defines Street Fighter to him is a diverse set of characters from all over the world, and ensuring that they are real and authentic is an important part of the development. Both Nakayama and Matsumoto repeatedly emphasized that open communication is a priority for them in Street Fighter VI, a lesson that they learned while working on Street Fighter V and believe that designing characters authentically is part of that ethos. Um, if you have seen Kimberly, um, if you haven't seen Kimberly, go check out any like trailers for Street Fighter Six. She looks awesome. She got a big ass forehead, but she looks awesome, and I'm super duper excited <laughs> to see her. And she she really does. Like, go look at any pictures. She got a big ass forehead. Um, but I'm super excited, and I definitely wanted to bring this up because for them to mention that they are fans of black culture and realize that they want to do something properly and then not only ask people within the community but go out of their way to hire consultants that is what it takes to be able to uh make characters like does the efforts uh, especially when you're working on a game as big as street fighter 6 um and i'll say that 
the fighting game community is usually one of the most open and welcome and inviting communities and a part of that i believe based on a phd article uh uh not a phd study that i had began to write that i quit because school sucks um (laughs) don't listen to anything i just said so sorry oh he's not wrong would you like to talk more about that, Jarrell? Not at all. <laughs> I want to talk more about forgiving my student loans. Um, but uh, Kelly's not here, so I can't have that conversation now. Um, anyway, uh, it, it, it's just proven that that fighting game communities are more open and accepting because the characters in fighting games have been for so long before other genres so diverse. Um, and they've they've really developed. Uh, we've got like every spectrum of person is represented in some form of fighting game at some point. I can mention, you know, uh, 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 trans characters and non-binary characters in um, the recently, I guess, recently released. Uh, uh, what? Wow, that game's name is blanking in my head right now. Yes, thank Guilty you, Guilty Gear Strive. Yes. Um, you know, things like that. And then things like this. Um, you know, it's 2022 and they're still taking time to properly um, implant these characters into their video games in respectful ways. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. I'll move on unless anybody has anything to say about that one. Yeah, I, I actually got to give the developers their flowers for this because, like, we've talked so long about, you know, the importance of not only having diversity in, in gaming, but, like, making it authentic and so when I heard, when I read this interview ahead of this of talking about it here on the podcast, I just felt so happy because it's it's they're doing it. <laughs> I want more, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want more I want more developers to do this, like to have real diversity in a meaningful way, in a way that feels authentic. Um, I just I just I feel it's a it's a feel good story, and I just really hope it's a sign for something, you know, more in the future. And like you said, fighting games are probably some of the most diverse, um, have the most diversity of, like, most video game genres. And Street Fighter especially, like, even from the beginning, you know, the whole the whole point of Street Fighter 2 was, like, you know, fighters from around the world are all clashing in this big tournament, and that has continued over the series. So for them to, to continue that with 6 in this way that's, again, authentic, it's great. I, I want to see more. Same. 100% agree. Um, so, uh, Phil Spencer <laughs> says that he hasn't given up on bringing Square Enix's popular MMO Final Fantasy XIV to Xbox, despite first pledging to do so nearly three years ago. <laughs> There's that. Um, <laughs> it's crazy that they have been trying for three years and it still hasn't happened. Just, bro, just give up. Just give up. Go buy a PlayStation, go play on PC, go get a Steam Deck and play on that. Just don't try to you play know, on Xbox. You know, you know, um... I'm, I'm a bit skeptical about this yeah. statement, and here's why I'm skeptical. Um, obviously, it would be in Microsoft's best interest to have 14 on their platform, because that is the, one of the biggest MMOs out there right now, and obviously that would get a, a, poten- a potential uh, good amount of people to, to play it, of course, you know, to keep that player base growing, both on the Xbox and for Square Enix. But I, but, but I wonder if <laughs> Microsoft might have placed their bets on Fantasy Star Online 2 as, like, the big online. is like, oh, who needs 14 when we got this MMO available right here on the Xbox? And, you know, Fantasy Star Online 2 has its own community for sure. Like, I, I don't want to downplay that. But at the same time, it's nowhere near to the size of where um, 14 is. And that, of course, is, like, you know, due to the fact that it's both on, like, um, it took forever uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 to come out in the West, just to be clear. And that, of course, hurt its momentum a lot for those who would have wanted to uh, play it long-term, for sure. And the yeah. fact that it's only on Xbox as well is the other reason, that you, in the West, at least. 
Um, so yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure now more than ever, seeing that Fantasy Online didn't light the world on fire like they wanted <laughs> it to, that they're they're going back to the whole. No, no, no. We're trying to get 14 on there. D- don't worry. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get there. What's also so interesting about this is that, like, Microsoft has done such a push for play our games anywhere. So I'm just like, why do y'all even, like, care that people are not playing this on Xbox? Like, (laughs) I I get it because you want people to, like, have the option to play it on Xbox, but y'all have been pushing me towards every other thing. So, like, why do you care that I'm not playing this on on Xbox? Our statement doesn't matter until it's on the Xbox! Until it's on the Xbox. Also, you you know. I was going to say that at this point, Sony could just leverage it to get a better deal for Call of Duty. <laughs> well, be like, hey guys, we can talk to Square and see what we can do. But before that, Call of Duty was our new contract. Yeah! <laughs> that would be great. Just, oh. As long as you can be like, there's no guarantees that you'll get on Xbox, but however, we'll we'll pledge, we'll talk to them oh, for you. Oh. I don't not that not this fourteen is a is a square is a is a Sony property because it's not obviously, but it's not. It, it, it it just it just reminded it just reminded me of something funny, <laughs> like the whole thing with MLB the show now coming mm. out on Xbox and Switch, um because that was that that was and is still a PlayStation property, but MLB was like the fuck we can't have this just on PlayStation put it everywhere mm. so they reluctantly had to even though they're still developing it so then you get the weird situation where. MLB The Show is available on is now on Switch, of course, and it had that trial two months ago where you could play the game for free for about seven weeks, seven days. And man, I just want to—I co- don't know if I said this about it. It was so weird booting up a Switch game and seeing the PlayStation Studios logo pop up. Oh. I, was like, I was like, "What world am I in?" <laughs> Anyway, so, that's I just want to say that. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, the reason that uh, 14 is still not on Xbox is because there are, uh, according to Naoki Yoshida, there are two regulations that Microsoft um, has that are standing in the way of making this possible, which is one of them is crossplay, and the other one is um, ch- uh, chatting. So, uh, unless Microsoft were to lift the issue with crossplay and lift, lift, the, if, lift the issue with cross platform chats, you cannot essentially play uh, Final Fantasy XIV on um, on Xbox, and this is what he said like three years ago. And those regulations are apparently still in place. Um, and you cannot also you cannot make a community with plays on a different platform. So you can't form a guild, you can't enter into a link shell, you can't have a free company. Um, so n- Microsoft would have to change their current regulations um, to allow for those things to happen via crossplay before uh, Final Fantasy XIV can come to Xbox. So it is not a PlayStation thing, it's not a Sony thing, it's not a Square Enix thing. It is 100% regulations that Microsoft has in place that are preventing these things from happening. They have not been able to change these regulations for the past three years though, so. That's There's that's that. that's not unexpected. Go ahead, Chrissy. A couple years ago, didn't Sony run into some issue with crossplay for another game, where they like refused for crossplay? Well, they charged extra money for crossplay. But okay. you're right. Yes, first they did refuse, and then when like people gave a backlash, they charged the develop or the companies more money to actually implement crossplay. So the companies have to pay pay PlayStation um, for crossplay. Uh, Microsoft, on the other hand, has like their own regulations about crossplay that okay. won't allow like if if I'm on Xbox and Gabe is on PC or, or rather uh, PS5, Microsoft's regulations won't allow me to chat with him on his PS5 from my Xbox. 
Okay. It's, it's interesting. Via MMO. It just, it feels like we're in a weird, bizarre world that this, yeah. this, this issue that we can't get this on Xbox is because Xbox won't allow this cross-play like or cross-progression like thing because it, it feels like only yesterday where we were having a conversation about Sony being stringent with its whole cross-play rules and the whole reason that 14 can't come to Xbox is essentially the opposite thing it's so it's so bizarre I, and I yeah, think because yeah. you know it's and just to to throw this out there really quickly it is different from because I think some people might be confused it is not the same because it's an MMO with a different structure and they have sure. like yeah. specific data centers and everything it is not the same as something like Fortnite right like it's yeah. not the same as as these other crossplay like oh it's not the same as Overwatch um uh, because there is a, like a, a first of all there's a PC medium between all of them but it, it the regulations for for um, MMO specifically are going to be different and that's why you know we can get crossplay from other games and not um, uh, specifically an MMO which is another reason that I, you were uh, fantasy star online um, yeah that's another reason that that one is going to be um, an exclusive because mm-hmm. if you have regulations for uh, MMOs that don't allow for crossplay, you can't bring it on PlayStation if it's going to be on Xbox. Makes sense. You know what might help with that a little bit? Uh-huh. The fact that these consoles are now getting the Discord app as something you can download. So that could Ooh, be a nice loop. No, I'm not going to say loophole. It could be a nice way of tackling the chatting part of the regulations and stuff. Then they'd still have to change um, being able no, to... Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, there's still other things that have to change. But yeah. when it comes to like the chatting stuff, that could be a nice workaround. I mean, mm, mm, it's giving hey, me real. It's giving me no, it's not. It's giving me real. It's not. It's I hate Discord. It's giving me real oh, Switch God. vibes. It's giving me real. Everybody join the Nintendo Switch app so we can talk online vibes, and I'm not feeling it because that app is not great. Uh, anyway, there is an update on gambling on Twitch. Uh, gambling content on Twitch has been a big topic of discussion in the community and something we've been actively reviewing since our last policy update in this area. Today, we want to update you on our plans. While we prohibit sharing links of uh, referral codes, excuse me, to all sites that include slots, roulette, or dice games, we've seen some people circumvent those rules and expose our community to potential harm. So we'll be making a policy update on October 18th to prohibit streaming of gambling sites that include slots, roulette, or dice games that aren't licensed either in the U.S. or other jurisdictions that provide sufficient consumer protection. These sites will include Stake.com, Rollbit.com, DualBits.com, Rubit.com. However, we may identify others as we move forward. We will continue to allow the websites that focus on sports betting, fantasy sports, and poker. We'll share specifics on the updates of our gambling policy soon, including the full policy language to make sure everyone is clear uh, before they take effect on October 18th. Um, There was, this is a little off topic, but also a little on topic. And I'm only going to touch on it very briefly because it involves sexual things. You know what? No, not. Let's just talk about, uh, let's just talk about uh, gambling on Twitter. Well, okay, so there, there. Uh, uh, so uh, very, very briefly, there was a poker. So to to be fair, I don't play poker. I don't even know how to play poker. Uh, but there oh, was a there was a poker match recently that was being streamed on Twitch, and um, this woman won, and she was bullied into a guy who said that she was cheating um, into giving the winnings back. It was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And um, then they claimed that she was cheating because she had a vibrator in her back pocket. 
And I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will just say I don't know. Um, and then they like, there were people on Twitter zooming into her butt, like in her pocket area, and like, oh my goodness, whatever. And then that led me to this, um, this uh, chess game in which yeah. anal beads had somebody cheating, and I was like, how? How? <laughs> like, I don't understand how anal beads can help you cheat in chess, and I don't think I want to know. But it doesn't matter. The point is, they are not allowing gambling on Twitch. Okay. Unless it's poker. Unless it's poker. But it's a weird exclusion. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what's funny? You know you mentioned that you know how to play poker. I know how to play poker, and the reason I know how is from Nintendo of all things. There's two There's two Ooh. games on top of poker. <laughs> Gabe, by the way, Gabe probably knows of one of them. Super Mario 64 DS had, like, a bunch of mini games where Luigi owned a casino. So you just play, like, Mario versions oh. of, like, uh, of like uh, casino games. Like, Luigi would, like, play, like, a picture poker game. He would be, like, the dealer and everything. And he had, like, mushroom cars. And, like, you get a full house, three of a kind, four of a kind, like, all that good stuff. And the other game that taught me is just, I just reached it for my shelf, uh, Clubhouse Games on the DS. Because oh, it yeah. Had, because it had all those. People think that Clubhouse Games on Switch is, like, the first game. They're like, nah, 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 there's a few others. I play. I used to play this, like, a lot. But anyway, we're getting off on a tangent. <laughs> Continue. All right, Um. so I'm I'm moving on. Mob Psycho. Uh, oh, country, country Roll has responded to Kotaku, confirming that Mob will recast in series uh, Season 3 of Mob Psycho 100, its final season. A Crunchy Roll representative sent Kotaku an email in response to McCarley's role as Mob in Season 3 of Mob Psycho 100, saying Crunchyroll is excited to bring fans worldwide the dub for the third season of Mob Psycho 103 as a simul dub uh, the same day and date as the Japanese uh, broadcast. We'll be producing the English dub at our Dallas production studios, and to accomplish this seamlessly per our production and casting guidelines, we will need to recast some roles. We're excited for fans to enjoy the new voice talent and greatly thank any departing cast for their contributions to previous seasons. Thoughts on this one? Yeah, so there's a bigger story behind this recasting that's unfortunately a lot more messy than that. And it's quite simply this. So, <clears throat> anime voice actors are sadly not paid very well. And so, to make a to make a living, a lot of them have recently joined the sag after union. Now, what the, that does for uh, people in the union is essentially, you know, acting, of course, is a freelance position. So, you often don't get the same benefits that you would get for a more... Um, Salary position, like, you know, healthcare and the like, right? But SAGRAFTA will help you get those benefits even while you're currently doing your, your roles. So a lot of more actors are trying to get into this union so they can have a little more security in their day-to-day -day life outside of their jobs, which are fleeting at best. And again, anime voice actors don't get paid well. Let me just make that perfectly clear. So Kyle McCarley, for those who don't know, obviously, you know, you mentioned that he's the voice, the former voice actor for Mob and Mob Psych 100. Uh, video game players may also know him in the Fire Emblem series as being Alm in Fire Emblem uh, Echoes, as well as Gatekeeper in Three Houses. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, so he, you know, he's a, he's a. Oh wow, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, cool guy. But um, yeah, so he was trying to, uh, you know, basically he went to Crunchyroll <clears throat> and said and and said that hey, um, we need to get like a better deal going here. Uh, all he asked was basically the people of Crunchyroll to have a meeting with the SAG after Union. No, they didn't have to make any commitments whatsoever. They just needed to have a sit down and have a meeting. I don't know if you guys see on Twitter, but <clears throat> just a meeting is trending every now and then. But uh, 
They refuse to do even that much, and rather than even have the meeting with SAG after, they just recast everybody for season three of uh, Mob Psycho 100. And that's where the real story comes in. Not even that they're all getting recasted, but the fact that they wouldn't uh, acquiesce to any even a sit down with, to have talk about the meeting. And so there's a lot of voice actors on Twitter who are all kind of like standing with Kyle McCarley on this because, you know, it's just not a good deal. The, the and, and some people have cited some really atrocious examples. Like, um, the biggest one that I can think of is that, uh, what the hell is that anime? Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen, the movie, came out of theaters, made millions of dollars in, in, uh, in the West when it came to theaters. Uh, I think I saw that the actors who dubbed that movie were only got maybe about like 150 to 200 a piece for their roles for making that much money in theaters, like the millions and made of theaters. To give you an idea, I'm that, sorry, how much? 150 to 200 oh, for their roles. For uh, no, 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 no. I need you to be specific. What are you talking in? Uh, like they got in total. For their for their roles. In so the, you're saying, I, just to clarify, you're saying yes. for the total of their roles was one hundred dollars to two hundred dollars in U.S. dollars. That is correct. Okay, thank it you. It was only like eight hundred eight hours. Fire. Correct. As, yes. Yeah. Like two days worth of work, and you only paid that much, and you're like, mm, mm, mm. I wanted you to be specific because all you were saying was one hundred to two hundred. That could Sorry. be a hundred thousand. That could be two hundred thousand. That could be two hundred dollars. Um, that could be two hundred yen. <laughs> like, yeah, no, a hundred <laughs> to two hundred U.S. dollars for the roles. Like Christy said, they would they would do, come do the dub for about two a day or two, depending on the, the depending. Role. Yeah. So obviously, the more main characters probably got a little more than that, but that's the general price that they're looking for for this movie that got so much so anime voice actors are really getting a raw, raw deal and that's another story but the point is they're at least trying to get like the union to like make their life a little better and the fact that Crunchyroll and its parent company sony pictures is not even willing to even have these discussions is kind of gross if i'm being perfectly frank um because because you would think that having that meeting they would probably figure out a way that would benefit both the actors doing it and the companies themselves obviously it's not going to be totally one-sided they want to find something that works for everybody but they're just not willing to have that conversation and i think that's the real story behind the story in this in, in this case um but as someone that did watch mob psycho 100 the dub um that also does suck because i loved kyle as, as mob he did such a great role i'm sure whoever is now the voice of mob will do a great job as well but it's sad that he got that him and I think pretty much everyone else in the cast got recasted just because of this. Frankly, greed is is not is not right. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, and and that I will actually bring up another story. Um, that's similar to this. The U.S. Labor Board has found that Activision Blizzard withheld raises over unionization. Um, and, and hmm? get worse. Say again. Sorry. Just thought when you could, just when you thought it couldn't get worse. Here it is. It's so crazy. Every week, games like unionize, unionize, and then all these people that are unionized are getting fucked over. I know. And then Microsoft, and I'm pretty sure like Microsoft, they're looking at their deal now. They're like, this was a bad deal. They are getting hit at every turn. Um, but we'll talk about them a little bit more. Gabe, if you said something, I didn't hear it. Is it my Discord that's the no, problem? No, no, no. I was, I was stuttering on one word. That's why nothing really came out. But <laughs> yes, I talk about <laughs> unions every week. And yes, every week a problem with people trying to unionize happens. But it's one of those things where it's the end goal that works. Like, hold on, give me a second. Got a hydrate. 
Like, yes, we live in a country that is very, very anti-union for a reason. But once you get that union and it's not a government-funded union, every bullshit, all the bullshit you went through, you get your reparations for it. Unless your union is full of trash members. Wait, yeah, it's usually. Yeah. Again, but that's yeah. why, that's why, but that, but that's another thing though. That, that That's why, you know, worker-led unions are significantly better than Unless company, the the company. Suck. Well, well, no, because you're not going to elect someone then you'd vote who sucks. No, you're not going to you're not going to elect someone who sucks well, to lead you your union. What if you thought they were good? And then they would have been like you. There's then there's a problem with you. The judge of character. There's a problem with you and judge of character. There can there can be people who talk their way into roles. We've seen that before. Oh, that's, that's, I, I, that's, that's that's something in my job. But again, a union isn't led by just one person. And a good union usually holds elections more than once every 10 years. So... This is true, well, too. Um, Activision Blizzard announced that the unionized employees would not be receiving a pay raise given to 1,100 other QA workers in July. Um, and they've maintained that this is not an active decision made by itself, but is instead a legal issue. Quote, due to legal obligations under the National Labor Relations Act requiring employers not to grant wage increases while an election was pending, we could not institute new pay initiatives at Raven, a spokesperson told the Washington Post. Essentially, Activision Blizzard's claims it legally wasn't able to offer the employees a pay raise because they were in the midst of voting to unionize. Um, as per the Labor Board v. Exchange Part C 375 US 405 1964, the company was found to be actively discouraging the union efforts, which is something we talked about, um, as they sent email, uh, emails to employees that read, please vote no. It's unclear how long the negotiations between the union and Activision will go on or how successful they will be for either side, but the move has already sparked others to follow suit. Um, what is certain, however, is that Xbox Phil Spencer's will recognize the union if Microsoft acquisition of uh, Activision Blizzard goes through. This is from IGN.com, written by Ryan Dinsdale. So yeah, they said, look, we're going to give raises to everybody else, but you guys were unionizing and we can't do it because of the law. Sorry. But maybe after, when, you know, Microsoft buys you guys, we can revisit. We'll work something um, out. Like, <laughs> like, I they're using Microsoft as their like person to like help their bail their bail out of jail card. Yeah, 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 and who knows if it's gonna work? I mean, I, it is like if if the if the merger goes through, it's totally gonna work. Um, I think that there's like something else pending in New York about the merger with Microsoft and Blizzard Activision. So, yeah, did it? There's something every week yeah, with this merger. Didn't Sony ask a court to review that because of the Call of Duty yep. thing? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's almost as if you weren't on the last couple of podcasts. Sad times, but we're happy you're back now. Was that a dig at me? Hold on. Are... <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you talking about? What are you talking he, he is sharpening about? his sword as we speak. <laughs> Busy. He, he has that. He has that whetstone ready for you. <laughs> so there was a new trailer for The Last of Us, um, the the HBO series. Um, so that's a thing. Uh, also, okay. um, 
I didn't see it. Uh, I haven't seen it either. Brandon has endorsed it by saying it looks good, so we all have to watch it. It Um, does. It does. Netflix also shared the full cast list of the upcoming Avatar: The Last Airbender live action film, and it includes George Takei among some very uh, some other very talented and prominent actors. Um, Also, Walmart Land is a thing. It came up in uh, Roblox. Huh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Walmart has their own new immersive experience in the Metaverse me- mega platform, Roblox. Um, and they had this big opening, nobody showed up. Um, hilarious. <laughs> like, nobody showed up, it was really funny. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch, like, the one Walmart Roblox employee running around this huge Walmart land all by himself, because nobody cares. Um, okay. Also... Deadpool 3 is going to, uh, it gets an MCU release date, and Hugh Jackman is coming into the arena as Wolverine. Um, I will allow uh, comments on this one, because Brandon, you seem excited. I am very excited about this. So, (laughs) I I enjoyed the first two Deadpool movies a lot. Uh, Very much have been looking forward to 3. Fascinated by the fact that it's going to be part of the MCU now. I'm wondering how that's going to go. Like, a lot of people have joked about it, but I really think that there's actually some merit to this. I think Deadpool is just going to literally just going to do some, like, fourth wall breaking joke and just step through a portal and he's like, hey, I'm here now. And it's going to be just, it's going to be that simple. Like, I, I like Deadpool is not the movie that's going to, like, you're not going to want to think too hard about it because even when it's in, when it was part of the X-Men series, it didn't go into that much too much. Like, it's, it, they're, they're standalone movies that are just funny and they just happen to have some X-Men stuff. That's pretty much it. So, I love the actual trailer. <laughs> I say trailer, but it was really just a video that Ryan Reynolds just put out in his house of him just saying, like, hey, yeah, the movie's coming out. Uh, we don't know. We don't have any ideas. Uh, well, actually, we have one idea. Hey, Hugh, uh, you want to be Wolverine one more time? And then while he's going up the stairs, he's just like, sure, Ryan, why not? <laughs> that was their announcement of Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine. And then the day later, they did another, like, <laughs> video. You and Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds just sat down. And they're talking about, like, hey, hey, yeah, we're not touching Logan thing. That happened in the future in a different timeline. We're not touching that. As far as how this is going to be an MCU, they started talking. The music went over them as they were talking. So you couldn't actually hear what they're saying, which was great. So what do you say to people that are um, not feeling this? People that think, you know, nothing will ever be canon. Logan was supposed to be done. Uh, but now anything can be an alternate timeline. And it's not as uh, impressive as they're trying to make it feel. Get your stick out of your ass, bro. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> okay, well, I will take I, the I, stick I, out I, of my ass. Sorry. I, 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 w- I won't say it in such... such, 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 such no, I was talking about me. I, w- I won't say it in... Your ass? I won't say it in, like, <clears throat> just such, such strong words, but really. Logan was its its thing, and... <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Wow. <clears throat> Brandon, what are you about to say? No, it's just. What like are you about to say? They're, they're, I'm not saying anything serious. It's just something that was in my throat. But anyway, anyway. No, yeah. I mean you're about to say Logan was its own thing. So, it is its so own thing. yes. Okay, so yes, that's like exactly what literally, I'm so nothing matters in the MCU because we can just change whatever timeline or use it. Logan was not MCU. Logan was not MCU. So that's. A, but that's now the same true. actor is coming to the MCU as Wolverine, who was also Logan, that which correct. was supposed to be the last film. But it doesn't matter because it's not the same thing. We're just going to call it something completely different. Right. Uh, technically, with him being the MCU, he might be a variant. It could be a so, variant, but I, but also it is lost. Like I just said about the Deadpool movies, they're not meant for you to like the, the, the took it that seriously. Like the fact that uh, I'm, in fact, I'm just well, gonna go, so, I, hold so, up. Wait, oh, no, 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 no. Let me finish. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Thank you. 
uh, what I when I said about the fact that Deadpool is going to be the MCU, I don't think even that much was meant to be taken that seriously because in the end, I think Deadpool being in the quote MCU is only going to mean that they now can have characters from the MCU in the film as opposed to being limited to like the X-Men. Which, by the way, those movies didn't even really use the X-Men characters that much either. Like the first one mentioned like, hey, can we get some X-Men in this? And they didn't do it as a joke. And then the second movie, they had a cameo of the entire X-Men cast appear for like three seconds in the film and then just didn't deal with it. So I think it being in the MCU is not going to matter at all. I think it's going to be a standalone film that can have cameos in the MCU now. And that's pretty much is all it's going to amount to. And it's just going to be its own thing otherwise. Now, what were you going to say? Nothing at all. Um, I'm moving on. Unless somebody wait, else wait, wants re- to talk yeah, about this. Really quick. I actually agree with Brandon on that one because... But no, 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 but for a different, well, not for a different reason, but because while, yeah, having Deadpool in the MCU, MCU, you know, it's fun. And like Brandon said, you can now use the Disney Marvel characters in his movies. I don't think Deadpool will actually become a central, not a central like figure or focal point right. of the MCU. Like we know, like the phase fours and stuff, because if you're putting Deadpool in all these movies, you have to change the rating to R because it's Deadpool. Like, you can't bring him and help, you know, have him fight with the Avengers or have him show up in the next Spider-Man movie because unless you want to get a bunch of people mad and so PG, PG Deadpool, you can't really bring him into the other movies. Well, hold like, on, hold on, Gabe. I'm going to, I, I agree with you, but I can also pr- provide one counterpoint, though, because that could be the joke. <laughs> like, Deadpool can just, like, uh, come up in one of these movies and say, oh, I do something really bad to you, but I'm not allowed to because the rating of this movie. Because yeah, that's what he does. They do. Yeah, but then how many movies before that joke makes you want to punch a baby? Right. Like... So they wouldn't want to, so they definitely wouldn't want to. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Want... <clears throat> Don't know how this got to punching children in the face. What I'm saying is how many, how many times can you hear that joke in a movie before you want to, you know, you're like, okay, let's stop using the joke now because it's not funny anymore. Yeah, they. you're right. They can't use it too much. So they, therefore they can't rely on Deadpool too much because if they do, then yeah. They'll get the the joke will become stale and they just, I I don't think I don't like again I'm agreeing with your original point that they probably won't even have him but if they do they maybe like once or twice at most because um yeah that would get that would get that would get old really quickly I do want to say real quick though that back in the day there was this uh cartoon on Disney XD called Ultimate Spider Man and there was an episode where Deadpool appeared and. <laughs> they lean into the joke of the fact that this is a Disney cartoon, so you can't do the R-rated Deadpool stuff. So he would just uh, so he's like, "I'm gonna find that guy, and <clears throat> unalive him," and I was just <laughs> like, "This is great." <laughs> and they had Will, and they had Will Friedle voice um, Deadpool as well, who's a lot of people know as Ron Stoppel from Kim Possible. And my God, oh, wow. he he did the he, he has done the best PG Deadpool I've ever heard for that episode. It was great. If y'all haven't watched it, you should. On Disney Plus, Ultimate Deadpool. So basically, Deadpool doesn't matter because it's not a part of the MCU for real. So nothing, nothing that happens in there matters, which is why we can just throw Logan and anyone else in there because it doesn't matter. Great, thanks. Yeah, um, yeah yes. no, totally. No, you're, you're right. right. Like we're working with like pieces of fiction. Huh? Would you like to tell us your feelings, Jarrell? No, fuck that. <laughs> I'm over it. Okay, I don't sure. want to talk about it. I'm, 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 I'm over it. Me. Oh, I don't have one. By the way, Christy, it was it was very it was very difficult to like continue that conversation seeing the charity because I love charity so much. I, I know I was like sitting in the corner and like, like I was just right, watching like, like I every time not... I was like 
trying to. T- I like, will talk not about- argue my point because Shirthi's there. <laughs> Shirthi is wonderful. I love Shirthi. And I don't want this to go on any longer. And like, I'm just gonna tell them how they're all wrong and and Marvel's stupid. Um, yeah, welcome back, Gabe. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, hey, Gabe, uh, I missed you. Thank you for coming back. Only because you guys disagreed too. with you. Like what? <laughs> All right, whatever. Stranger Things, Caleb McLaughlin had uh, called out bigotry and racism within the show's fandoms from BuzzFeed.net. Quote, why am I the least favorite, the least amount of followers? I'm on the show as uh, as uh, as much as everybody from season one. And he went on to talk about um, just how hard it is for him as an actor and the racism that he's had to receive in, um, uh, in the community that have really prevented him from... Uh, continuing on in the same vein as uh, some of the other uh, actors and actresses within uh, Stranger Things. And, uh, yeah, that was a whole thing. You should definitely check it out. It was at BuzzFeed News. Um, uh, he does a really wonderful speech about just his experience and um, all of that. And uh, it, it's definitely sad to see. But uh, he's doing really well, at least, uh, it seems. Like, he's been able to navigate it. Um, it just sucks. It sucks. Um also, I had lots of complaints about the horrible lighting on his character in uh, season whatever is the last one, and uh, Netflix do better. Quattro. Hmm? Sorry, season four. Oh, Quattro, you said. Okay. Yeah, Quattro. Um, so Blizzard is interested in exploring brand crossovers similar to those seen in Fortnite with Overwatch 2. Nobody cares. Moving on. I don't care. Uh, there was this really... <laughs> I, I would have cared if the game if they didn't mer- If they merged my but game! And I lost all my shit, so I don't care anymore, and that's why we're moving on. Right. There was this really weird-looking, like, the weird, weird, like, I can't say what it looks like to me, weird new Pokemon revealed called Wiglet, and Wiglet! I am uncomfortable with uh, its presentation. I'm gonna just say this. The trailer for it Wiglet... Garden eel. It looks like it is based on a garden eel, Jarrell. And as I was saying, you don't saying, even know what I was going to say. Yeah. You literally you, don't you know, know what? You know what? I made an inference, and I'm just going to go with that inference and run with it. And so is the audience. And so, anyway, but he's really based on a little garden eel. It's, yes, indeed, it is based on a garden eel. And initially, I wasn't. <laughs> I, initially, I wasn't feeling Wiglet either. But I'm such I'm so easy to please, and I'll tell you how easy I am to please. I watched the trailer for for Wiglet, the 40 second trailer for Wiglet, and in the trailer, Wiglet comes out of a hole in the in the beach and just looks at a Diglet, and they just kind of like smile at each other, and I'm like, they're friends, and I, and honestly, that's that is that's all it took. That's all it took. I like Wiglet now. That's it. That's all it took. Sorry, Joe is being a meanie in chat. <laughs> I am not looking at chat. I'm just, I'm having, I'm in the yeah. middle of having this conversation. I don't know what. Oh my God. I don't know. What I don't, the, the, only, the only thing I'm going to say about Wiglet is I don't <laughs> like the way he comes out, not comes out of things, the way he, he like stands out of the sand. Mm-hmm. It looks really weird. It looks like Shuckle without a shell. Oh no! You don't like yeah. when it comes out. Oh Gabe. no! Damn your it! Mouth, bro. Yeah, <laughs> just ask the question. Now I'm you back to you. Like, damn it! That's all you had to say was that game, like, and now I'm. Is the way he like? Oh, his stand, his stand when he's when he's out and about. Can you do the movement again? I'm not doing the movement again. Absolutely not. It's not a visual representation. No. Shuckle coming out of the shuckle without a shell. Now I'm back to neutral. I was I was down on Wiglet. Then I was positive, and now him saying it looks like a shuckle without a shell. I'm back to neutral on Wiglet. Dang it. 
That's crazy because it's literally the same color and everything. Bet it is not. Shuckle is yellow. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> Brenda, you don't even know what I'm talking. About. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. Please move on. Um, what? I demand that you move on. I was talking about a slug. Okay. Uh, Slugs. anyway, Slugma's. I like Slugma though. Slugma's a cool Pokemon. <laughs> Slugma's ugly. I love um, Slugma. I, I believe you. Yeah! <laughs> I believe that you love Slugma. <laughs> um, so Overwatch 2 players will also have to play around 100 matches to unlock the original game's heroes. Uh, another reason that I won't be playing Overwatch 2 because I don't want to play 100 matches to unlock all the characters I've already Wait, had. really? Tom Hanks, yes. And Tom, But the good thing is those matches are pretty fast, so I don't know how long it'll take because uh, usually Overwatch matches are pretty fast. But according to IGN, um, new players, uh, including me currently, will have to play around 100 matches to unlock all the original game's heroes. Oh, because I unlocked the hero after my first match. Yes, all of them. To unlock all of them, you'll have to play well, I mean, matches. But there's 32 characters. Oh, well, I'm guessing it gets longer and longer. It's like a, right? yeah, yeah, I'm assuming. Because you know, okay, I only play right and hard. I don't need anything else. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Oh You're my welcome. god. Bless you, Can you Sarah. imagine? Like, that's what... Never mind. Uh, so, uh, in an interview with People Magazine, promoting his upcoming novel, The Making of Another Major Motion Picture Masterpiece, Tom Hanks quipped, I've made a ton of movies, and four of them are pretty good, I think. <laughs> He's made, like, over 80 movies. Um, so, quick, everybody, name one good Tom Hanks film, one of the ones he's talking about. Go. Forrest Gump. I was going to say Toy Story as well, too. Let's go, Christy! <laughs> All right, Toy Story and Forrest Gump, those are two of the four, we got it. Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, Valve has the term was the pretty good too. Sale dates uh, for autumn, winter, and springs. So you should check those out. And of mm. course, Google has also announced that they will be shutting down Stadia on January 18, twenty three. Something all of us Dude. have been waiting for for quite a while. Just very confused <laughs> as to why it took so long. Um, and here we are. They're waiting. We're eagerly now. awaiting the cancellation of Stadia. <laughs> like we said, it was going to happen a year ago. We said this. <laughs> you go back and listen to those HP Critical podcast episodes. We called this. I just love it. I just now I'm just because you say that I'm just getting the idea of like the next Stadia Connect just announcing we are announcing Stadia is canceled and people getting hyped over that like a Smash reveal like yeah that's so sad, <laughs> that's so sad. Oh, but not. I do want to call out something that they're doing um they did say that they will be refunding all Stadia hardware purchases made through the Google Store and all game and add-on content purchases made through the Stadia Store uh, players will continue to have access for their uh, to their games library and play through January 18 2023 so they can can complete final play sessions we expect the majority of refunds completed by the uh, mid-january 2023 um and then they also said that they wanted to um move a lot of the the individuals working at stadia to different parts of the company within google so that they wouldn't uh, completely lose their job so all of this is i read some things that like maybe those people are not going to be moved to different um uh, uh companies within google i don't know how true that is but i will say excuse me oh my god i will say that it's really great to to be able to have people um get their money back for the peripherals that they paid for and as well as get their a refund for all the games that they bought through stadia because they could have easily just been like we're shutting down we're sorry you've lost all the money you spent right like you bought a founder's pack good luck get fucked um but i mean this is this is very nice of them i mean they honestly they probably held on to your money because they knew it was coming 
But like, so they've got it there. Plus, it's Google. They have all the money. It's fine. Um, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the refund policy at least is a nice is a nice because obviously the everyone was predicting that it was going to fail, and also that it was going to uh you know like all former Google products that would just keep your money after their failure. So the fact that at least that only one of those things was actually true is nice, and thankfully it's the one that's not as bad. Like it's bad, it's gone. But if you did get into Stadia and try to invest into it, um, at least you're not losing all your money that you have spent. And as a little follow-up to this as well, I think Ubisoft had also mentioned that they're currently working with Google right now to tr- see if they can tr- see if you could if you bought like Ubisoft games on Stadia to transfer those over to your PC, which mm-hmm. that would be nice. It, it would be nice, like for those who have for those who have that option to be able to play their games on a good PC, at least they'd be able to keep the games that way as well, as opposed to uh, full refunds, which, you know, that's the nuclear option. It's better than nothing because you don't want to have to <laughs> have spent all your money and it just be about to nothing. So for them to at least have the potential to be able to take their games on another platform that they might play, cool. Now, that being said, know. I actually have a question. Oh. I don't know if mm-hmm. anyone can answer it, though. But how many... I'm not even going to say all oh, how many Ubisoft games have come out on Stadia. How many Assassin's Creed games have come out on Stadia? Actually, better question. When did Stadia come out? Was that like 2019 that, that, that came out? No, I think it was like last year. It's definitely like 2020. No, Stadia's been on for a while. 2020 sounds... No, when did Google Stadia come out? I want to say 2019. I want to say Oh, wow, yeah. Yes, 2019. November 2019. Okay, cool. So it's been around for three-ish years. So whatever Assassin's whatever Assassin's Creed game came out 2019, so maybe like two or three may have come out. Now, how I know for sure came out on Stadia. I don't know why I, I asked this question, but like I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> the, 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 the I, was like, I have no idea. Like like the reason I don't know where I was going. The main oh I I know where I was going. Just like I was trying to see how many Ubisoft games could a person have potentially bought, and I think I figured narrowing it down to Assassin's Creed would make it easier. But there have been a lot of other Ubisoft games that have come out since then, like uh, Far Cry 6, for example. And I think a Watch Dogs may have as well. Yeah. I, I think the library managed to actually be pretty extensive, actually. So if people just went ham on Ubisoft on Stadia, on the, that'd be a nice option. Anyway, you may continue. I'm sorry about um, that. <laughs> no, no problem. To, uh, to just put some context on a previous story I talked about, uh, top Twitch streamers were um, uh, Pokimane, Ms. Kiff. Uh, they threatened to strike after there was a $200,000 gambling scam that was going on, which is why Twitch came out with the um, uh, no gambling on Twitch thing. Mm. Um, only because their top streamers were like, we won't stream. And they were like, oh, no, real consequences for our actions. <laughs> we have to do something. Oh, dear. Um, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. And then, of course, there was the I'm, I'm, there's a lot of news. So I'm just going through a lot of it. Uh, there was, of course, the um, Twitch uh, Twitch confirm the changes to the revenue split, which is going to be starting in June 2023. Uh, they will not offer a 70 30 split anymore. Streamers will uh, some streamers with a 70 30 split will get a 50 50 split after earning a hundred thousand um, dollars. They set video hosting costs as a reason to move away from the 70-30. So anyone who was making uh, 70% and giving uh, Twitch to 30% and they make over 100000 are now uh, doing 50-50. So they are losing uh, 20% of the income that they were previously making. And 20% of $100,000 is quite a pretty penny um, because Twitch said that they have to um, pay for the hosting costs. So yeah, Amazon, 
you're so broke that you can't afford to pay people what uh, they were earning before and should continue to be earning. Um, Ed Sheeran has a song for the new Pokemon game called Celestial. Anybody heard it? Anybody care? Yeah, I have heard it. It's fire. Oh. Ooh, Marissa would disagree, but she is not here. Yeah. <laughs> so therefore, I yeah. am the definitive yeah. voice. Asian Take critical. that, Marissa. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Talk about. Come on, come on. Next episode, Marissa. We can discuss. <laughs> um, so Lil Nas X also is uh, performing the new League of Legends anthem, um, which comes with an awesome music video. Since we're talking about music and video games, um, the teaser trailer uh, for uh, Mario will come out October six, and a lot of people have been talking about how poor Mario has absolutely no ass. Um, so maybe we'll get a yeah. uh, <laughs> maybe we'll get a, a Sonic a right. Sonic redo if we can just you know pressure the studio into putting some buns on my poor guy. Another um, delay for this movie. <laughs> And this was a talking point in my in my office this morning. We love it. Mario ain't got enough ass. What are y'all doing? He's an Italian man. There should be a little bump back there at least. Um, also, we another no. he does, yeah. Exactly. The man. The man is in. He's in shape. Those thighs. Those. Yeah. There's no reason he shouldn't have a rump it up back there. Um, there will also be a. There will also be a. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet trailer on the same day. I'm getting another trailer. I know that Gabe is sick of Pokemon trailers. Gabe, can you quickly tell us what the issue is with all these Pokemon trailers? Why do you feel the way you do? They're not giving you any information. They're just showing you the stupid game. Sorry, let me stop stupid game. They're just showing you the damn game over and over game. Like, this is trailer what? Number six? Number seven? Something like that. that That's too much. That the game was announced when? November, November, not November. It was announced what? It was Pokemon the beginning day. of this year, right? Pokemon year, Pokemon year, Pokemon day. I'm sorry. So, was, so is this year, right? So the end of February, yes, this year. Yeah, stop. We don't need a new trailer every month. Did I answer your question? I mean, you said your piece. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Eight trailers on a single game. I'm 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 sorry. Like, months, a trailer every month. What's wrong is, with you people? The thing is, these trailers aren't necessarily giving you information on the game. It's how many new Pokemon have we seen? Like five. Like most. five, and there's been about eight trailers. Mm-hmm. Do we know if there's going to be breeding in the game? We don't. Do we know what the new? What is you know? We had Mega Evolution. We had. Yes, we uh, know. We had. It's we know. Rationalizing. Yes. See, I didn't even know what the fuck it was. That was a whole last trailer. Yeah. If it's boring. Um but yeah, we're not really getting that much information on the game. Like, yeah, the game looks nice, but you can make a yeah. game could look beautiful and it's gonna be poopy. Like, he hasn't seen the last trailer. No, because I'm going to stop watching after number two. I don't need that many trailers. Like, I don't think Breath of the Wild looks poopy anymore. I have an OLED Switch now. It's beautiful. I can't tell that it looks poopy because it's on an OLED. <laughs> well, yeah, because when you throw that shit on a, on a 65-inch TV screen and you're just like, ooh, texture's bad. Very bad. Pixels. <laughs> out. But then you put it on the, on the OLED Switch and it's like, damn. Good job, guys. <laughs> I bring colors, yes. All about perspective. Look, all, um, I, all I want to know real quick is if, uh, since we're since, since Chris got the plush, if, if Wooloo's coming back, I need to bring Wooloo to come back. Yeah, they migrated from uh, Britain. 
I will say that Actually, I do... Sorry, really quick. We don't even know if Charizard's in the game. We need to know if Charizard's in the game. Listen, listen, game. It's Charizard. He's probably going to be in the game. We don't know that. All I will say is that I do agree with you that some of these trailers have been completely unnecessary because they have shown absolutely nothing. I will agree with that. I like it when Drew agrees with me. <laughs> However, I don't. Ah, oh, fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say. Yes. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Dang it! Um, yeah, no, I don't remember, so I'll just move on. Um, damn, what was I gonna say? Something. Uh, 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 I think it was. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. However, I do, I do like that they are not showing us too much because I think something that they learned with Sword and Shield is that we prefer to not have all the new Pokemon shown. We prefer to have some mystery. We prefer to go in and explore. It's kind of like why you love Breath of the Wild. Like I'm assuming that one of the reasons you love Breath of the Wild is the uh, exploration, the being able to go around every corner, explore, learn new things. Hold on. I actually want to ask Gabe something since you mentioned that. I want to ask Gabe something specific. Um, so, no, I'm sure. Okay, cool. Glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> um, so, I'm sure you remember back in E3 2016 when Nintendo basically had no games except Breath of the Wild, and they mm-hmm. did all those um treehouses where they essentially just showed off different aspects of the Great Plateau, but nothing beyond the Great Plateau. In your opinion, do you think that was a pr- good way to show off Breath of the Wild? No, explain. I mean. Okay, but see, I'm saying this after playing Breath of the Wild, but if you're if that's what you're showing off for Breath of the Wild, then I mean, yeah, because you're showing how great one area can be. But let's be honest, how much was there to do in the Great Plateau that was, you know, not just exploring or fighting? But the whole point is to not spoil the experience for people that want to explore the world. And yeah, I get that, but like if. If that's what you're going for, you don't need to release too many videos on it. Like, just let so, your fans let your fans be uptight and be like, "We're not getting any videos." That, well, you know what? Because you're going to be seeing the same thing over and over again. So and but, and with Nintendo fans, with Nintendo, and this is this is remember, I'm saying with Nintendo fans, not with gamers, not with PlayStation, specifically Nintendo fans. If it's not Splatoon, you cannot satisfy the fan base. You're either going to have a bunch of fans that are complaining that we're not getting enough trailers, which the Breath of the Wild fan base, I want to punch all of them because it's always, oh my gosh, we're getting Breath of the Wild news and they don't get it and they're like, eh, look, we know the game's coming, relax. So it's either we're not getting enough trailers or we're being showcased too many things that isn't showcasing anything. And there seems to be no happy medium with Nintendo fans. Sure. So it's like... That that much I can agree with. There is no happy meeting with yeah, Nintendo fans. So. There, there will always be someone that's upset about something where there's too many trailers. Like Gabe, to your point earlier about Pokemon stuff, I know you're not you're happy about the six trailers. I can guarantee you that if we had only two trailers up into from launch to now, there would be a lot of upset Pokemon fans. But you know, that... well, okay, but there's a reason for that because mm-hmm. Pokemon is different than Breath of the Wild. Right now, I've already yeah. said I've already said that you know I I think that some of the trailers have been nonsense because they've shown nothing, and I completely agree. I am one of the people that does not want to see everything because I think Sword and Shield was so good at not yes, showing everything. I agree too. However, there are so many different aspects of Pokemon that you have to have enough trailers to cover different things. Mm-hmm. Right. And not uh, and not only that, but a lot of times 
Pokemon, well, and I, I, I hate that I'm defending them right now uh, because I was just talking shit about this, but a lot of times Pokemon will let you know what is going to happen. Like, they'll tell you beforehand that this is going to be a trailer revealing a brand new Pokemon from the game. So it's not like we're all dialing in to watch, like, whether there's going to be breeding or not. We know exactly that this is going to be a trailer for a brand new Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they have the big gimmick, which is going to be terrestrializing. They they gave us that trailer. They gave us the trailer of uh, the reveal of the starters, which obviously you're going to need. That They gave us the trailer of um, choose your own adventure. How are we going to play this game? Here's three different ways to play this game. That's three of the like five trailers that they've already given so at least three of those trailers have just been complete information they gave us a trailer of a brand new pokemon that's another one so there have of course there have been sections of those trailers that have been unnecessary of like of course you know i don't give a shit about cloth the disgusting ugly nasty crab with hair coming out of his fucking arms i don't give a shit about it um he, doesn't like, um, he also does not like wiglet i think i can grow to like wiglet uh, it reminds me of my, my, my shell, my times when I enjoyed shell, 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 what's the Pokemon? You got it. Shelder? Sheldon? Shelder? Sheldon? Shelder? Shelder? What does Shelder have to do with Wiglet? Didn't you like say talking, that? No, you're talking about, um. Shuckle. Oh, I'm not Shuckle. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, fake yeah. Pokemon fan. Fake Pokemon fan. <laughs> fake Pokemon fan, yeah. Um, it reminds me of my time that I like Shuckle. Um, I am now, I am now... I am now devoted to a single shuckle, so I don't I don't rotate shuckles anymore. Mm. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, there are like different. Um, there. Are, yeah, whatever. Let's move on. Unless Wait, anybody on. else. One last thing. Just, just, I so, do want to ask Chrissy too, but go ahead. One one thing, just to go back to the birth of the law thing, real quick that that mm -hmm. Gabe was mentioning, because I actually agree with what he was saying. Is like as far as I'm having way too many tree houses. I, I mean, I agree and I disagree because at the same time, they never went past the Great Plateau and each trailer, I mean, each treehouse did show something a little bit different. But at the same time, it was a lot of freaking treehouse videos, that E3. But that, I think, speaks yeah. to the dire straits that Nintendo was in in 2016. That's literally all they had. Like, they're like, the Wii U, this is the last year of the Wii U. Everyone knew it was a failed console at this point. People were just eagerly awaiting the next system. Nintendo couldn't tell you what it was at the time. So all they really had was this one game that they knew everybody was excited for. So for better and for and for worse, they're like, it's Breath of the Wild channel for the next three days. We're telling you all about this game that you've been waiting so many years to find out about. So, you know, whether it's good or bad, I mean, it's up for debate, but <laughs> it's the only card they had. And they played it so much. Anyway, go on. You're going to ask Christy? Yeah, so Christy, how do you feel about the Pokemon trailer so far, being a Pokemon fan? I'm fine with them. Do you think there's been too many? you think they've been, like, they're totally fine as is? Are you one of the players that doesn't want to see more? Or do you want to see more? Or you're just like, yeah, no, everything they're doing is perfect. I mean, I'm fine with whatever they give to us. I'm pretty that's much very easy to please. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of I love that. I love that. Okay. I heard a sheep talk in this chat. Oh, I love that. No, the sheep I, is right I, here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that's not Flush. a sheep. That's Wooloo. It's a sheep Pokemon. Flush. It's so fluffy. Plus, we get to see flying Pikachu. It's true. Fair point. That's true. Fair every, point. Every trailer reminds you that a flying Pikachu is coming to the game. So, you know, that's all you need to please, Christy. Your Pikachu and especially your flying Pikachu. With balloons! A flying oh, Pikachu or a surfing Pikachu. I am content. Like, <laughs> at this point, I am content. I love like, 
So uh, Sony has announced a Horizon Netflix series, a God of War series on Amazon, and a Gran Turismo show. Interesting. Of, you know what's you know what's weird? Of those three, maybe it's because I, I, I have like a guilty pleasure of really enjoying the Fast and Furious movies. I'm Are really you dare curious. say Gran Turismo? Don't you dare say Gran Turismo. Don't you dare. I can't wait oh to see, I can't wait to see I can't wait to see Kratos riding in a car. Oh okay. <laughs> I can't wait to see Kratos played by Vin Diesel getting into a car. Yeah. Family. <laughs> right. I'm um, also boy. Herman Holst um, said that there will be at least a year between PlayStation console and PC game releases, with exception to live service games. Um, those will be day and date with PC and console. Um, so people have been concerned about exclusivity on PlayStation. There you go. There will be at least a year between PlayStation um, exclusivities, uh, exclusive games coming to PC. So uh, PlayStation meant play- players, you still get your year of exclusivity um, unless it is a uh, live service title. Um, I mean, it was writing on the. Fuck you, Xbox. I'm, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that they gave, like, because <laughs> for a while it was just like a uh, PlayStation game. Like, obviously, we're, 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 I'm still in a point where it's crazy to me that these Sony exclusives are even coming to PC. Obviously, they've done a few at this point, but it's still crazy to me. But now we have, like, hard dates of when they could potentially come out. Like, we heard now a year later is when they could. Because we had to wait a while for some of these PC ports for Sony games. Like, Horizon, like, we talked about last podcast, they had just come to PC after being out since 2017. Um, God of War just came to PC after being out for about four years. So, the fact that it's now going to be as as soon as a one-year turnaround for some of these games, I mean, PC fans be eating now, I see. That they could get it that soon, potentially. Like they don't have to wait four or five years. Maybe, maybe it could be as it could be as soon as one year for them to play this big PlayStation exclusive on their on their PC. They could have put this stuff on the PC same day and date if they wanted to. If they wanted to, but Sony ain't gonna do that. It's, yeah, no, it, it, right. it's, it's, it's pulling teeth enough for them to even get it on PC. That so for them, that, that's, so. That, that's why I'm so surprised that they say a year because you're giving like people like because now now is people know like oh shit. So I can play Ragnarok in 2023. Bet. I'll wait. That is not how that works at all. But people are going to think that with that with that message. That is not. I completely disagree with you. You don't think people are going to think that? No. It depends. I, I, don't, I don't at all think that. However, I do think it depends on the game. Because we know that PlayStation is sold via games. Yes. Like... People are super excited for Ragnarok. Nobody who has a PlayStation is going to wait a year to play Ragnarok. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, not talking, about PlayStation. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about PlayStation owners. I'm talking about PC owners who don't want to buy a PlayStation are now saying that... Oh, as- but also they probably can't get a PlayStation anyway. So like, That's-, <laughs> That's also true. If they, even if they wanted one, then yeah, they probably couldn't. Um. Uh. 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 The medium, the game, is going to be turned into a TV show as well, supervised by Thomas Bazinski, the executive producer of uh, The Witcher on Netflix. Um, there was a lot of news this uh, recently. I'm trying to get through uh, as much of it as possible because we are running out of time. Orion is a code name for the next cyberpunk game, which will take the cyberpunk franchise further and continue harnessing the potential of this dark future universe. Let's go, um, cyberpunk also, 2078. Let's go. <laughs> also, um, there is a new IP code named Hadar. Hadar. Um, th- this is a bunch of uh, projects. CD Project Red announced. They're also announcing Project Cyrus, which is going to be a Witcher project. Um, they also announced Project Polaris, which is going to be a Witcher Three sequel. 
um, a part of a new trilogy. Um, they also announced Project Canis Majoris, which is a new story-driven Witcher open-world RPG, and Project Orion, which is the Cyberpunk 2077 sequel. So uh, CD Projekt Red is going to be very, 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 very busy. Very now, busy. I will take some time to talk about this one because this is a pretty big deal. Um, I know we have some Witcher fans. I know we have some um, Cyberpunk fans, some CD Projekt Red fans. How do you guys feel about all these announcements? Uh, so obviously them having all these announcements for these games, that's that's pretty cool because CD Projekt Red, when, when their games give, are given the time they need to flourish, turn out very well and have a lot of content to them. But I must co- express one concern though because you know while their games are of high quality it do be taking a long time for each of these individual games to come out witcher 3 obviously has been out for years but it did take a while for that one to come out following witcher 2 and cyberpunk 2077 was in development for years so you know announcing all these games great um when when do we uh, when do we expect these games to actually come out though like we're not talking soon we're talking like this is this is like some long term stuff they must be talking about. And moreover, is their development studio even? I'm ignorant about like the behind the scenes of CD Projekt Red. To be perfectly clear, how big is their studio that they can do all these projects simultaneously and get them out in a semi reasonable fashion? They have, um, if I'm not mistaken, they have multiple studios working on each one. Okay. So, it's like, like uh, Cyberpunk was a specific studio. Like, those okay. people are working on Cyberpunk. Okay. There's gotcha. also a studio for okay. um, which What is funny? Christy adjusted her camera and went right back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I found it funny because I was like, whoop. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, to put my piece in this, uh, I'm just glad I have all I this time. I didn't even think I was, <laughs> I was just quiet, so I, I I needed to fill the quiet. Um, I'm just glad I have all this time to finish these big ass games. I mean, I know The Witcher's been out for a while, but <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten like even to the halfway point of it. So I'm I'm happy I have all this time, and I'm happy there's more games in the series coming. Cyberpunk, despite its very rocky start, I played on PC has actually been very visually appeasing to me and. The story's kind of building up now. I don't play it as often as I should, but it's... I'm excited. Cool. Concerns. Um, I think they need to stop working on... Really? <laughs> okay, they need no. to stop, they need right, stop making let games. Me stop making games. No, 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 Shut no, no, the no, studio no. right now. <laughs> Cut that shit off now. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that... Uh... <laughs> I think that um, one of the issues with Cyberpunk was that they didn't have enough time and there was a little bit of crunch and they had a lot of issues with saying, hey, this game is not done. And for a company to be making this many games, uh, presumably simultaneously, um, y'all need to not. Like, you need to probably split... I don't know how many studios are working on this, but y'all need to split that shit and just have two studios working on two separate games, com- uh, like merge them or something, and have an actual plan, um, plan of action. So, like so, 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 you so what you're saying, to- so what you're saying, Jarrell, is that the next Witcher game needs to be a cross a crossover with Cyberpunk. Let's go. Let's go. No, I'm no, most. Gerald no. Derivia is going to a portal into, into if, the Cyberpunk. If they had to choose between which one of those two games to work on, it's got to be Witcher. Don't. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Don't. I'm, I'm just, I just like the idea. Like, like Gerald, like he's he's like he cro- because Witcher Three was so popular, he crossed over to so many games for a while. Like Soul Calibur Six being the most notable. So I just love the idea that he falls into another portal and ends up into like the Cyberpunk. 
the future. <laughs> no, I was mostly saying that um, for a company that condemned Crunch, this sounds like there's Crunch in their future. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Right. Um, uh, the EU Parliament has now formally passed a new law which will require all wired chargers for smartphones, tablets, and cameras to utilize USB-C by 2024. Rip iPhone. Um, also, uh, Build-A-Bear has introduced their uh, 20th, 25th celebration NFT collection because Build-A-Bear is smart. Um, like, I don't know what is going on. <laughs> like, honestly, I have no idea what's going on. Um, uh, uh, and we talked about Overwatch having uh, DDoS attacks uh, on their servers. Um, Elon Musk is buying Twitter. Um, they're, they're, I feel like I'm missing some stuff. But we are overtime, actually. Um, so overtime. unfortunately we will not be able to play a game of video game 20 questions because we have run out of time i will mention um two more things uh that i didn't get to three more things actually uh phasmophobia there was a couple of events in phasmophobia that i didn't mention i will have to bring them up hopefully at a later time when kelly's here because i would love to get her opinion on that um but there were some issues uh of behaviors of people within the development team that we will cover at a later date activision uh activision's controversial cco will step down ahead of microsoft's proposed acquisition it has been confirmed something we didn't get to talk about but it's gonna happen and finally um huh did somebody down. say something? Yeah, I said he's up and down. Sweet. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. And uh, finally, Bleach, the thousand-year blood war will be available on Hulu in the U.S. and on Disney Plus internationally, and if I'm not mistaken, has been um, officially removed from Crunchyroll as of us what? talking about this. Yeah, everything. Oh, everything I, I, don't about, I don't care about Bleach. <laughs> I don't know why I said what, I don't know why I said what like that, sorry. <laughs> I was like, like, damn, yeah. I'm currently we're going through Bleach. No, what? Not, oh not, wait, not, I don't care. Not 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 the anime, the manga, because it's faster to get through the manga. That is true. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and with that, it is about that. It's about that time. I will give you guys one last chance. If there's any topic you had something to say on, but you didn't get to say it, now is your time. Are you sure you Fine, want to open that up? Because I got about like two months of topics wait, I wasn't wait, able to wait, talk about. Wait, 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 wait. Christy was first. What? Flying Pikachu is coming to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and that is it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gabe, you have one chance for one topic. I'm not gonna do because got- I'm not because it's it's gonna take too long. I'll do it. Thirty seconds. I'll do it. I'm back. No, thirty seconds is too short. <laughs> Uh, what is it about? Now you have to. Bro, I just want to. I just want to gush over Breath of the Wild too. Its latest trailer. Oh yeah, you missed it. You missed it, bro. Yeah. I oh for anyone who's listening, I now know all about the Zelda timeline. So I am an expert, some somewhat. I know all about the Zelda timeline. Ask me questions. I can answer them. Maybe. I'm still here. Um, Ask me questions first, though. Just you know, just I want to feel special. And finally, Brandon. Uh, anything you wanna that we missed that you wanna talk about really quickly? This is the wrong anime sword, but for all my Bleach fans, I'm just gonna say Getsuka Tensho. That's all. That's not a Bleach sword. Oh, That's, this I is the wrong said, anime sword. Said that. <laughs> 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 that looks like a Bleach sword. Brandon. I don't own a Bleach sword. I'm sorry. Wow, I'm not, fake I'm fan. A, I am a fake fan. I haven't got into the series yet. I'm literally going through the manga now, so I can catch up. Damn it. I'm trying. I'm trying. I will. <laughs> Always tell you, please, fans. I love to you. I'm so sorry. Your <laughs> dreams. 
The Soul, Re- the Soul Society arc is very good. That's currently where I'm at right now. And then maybe next week we can also talk about the GTA 6 leaks. But um, as of now, that's it for us. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, Kelly. Uh, Kelly, Kelly's not here. Wow. Thank we you, miss you, Brandon. <laughs> we miss you, Kelly. Thank you, Brandon. And thank you, Gabe. And thank you, Christy. Um, and um, yeah, that's 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 going to wrap it up for us lovely people. Um, until next time. Um, bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Has everybody out. has a what? Like a drum quick. 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 I'm, I don't I'm, have, I'm, I... I'm reaching for the butt. Oh, you don't you don't have one. Alright. I, I don't I don't there's nothing in my vicinity, I'm sorry. It's too far away. Bye.